And it is Thursday. Glad to be back here in the studios again today. And folks, this is your host, who is Radio Strongman, Kim Wade. I am coming to you alive from WYAB 1039 FM. Well, folks, uh, it is Thursday. We're here. It's going to be an open forum. David L. Archie says he may come through here. He's got a update on the uh, wasting of money by the uh, president of the Board of Supervisors down there, Creedell Calhoun, along with his partners in crime, Bob, uh, Bobcat McGowan, and, of course, uh, Vern Gavin, who I'm disappointed in. I thought I would have thought better of Vern. Uh, he, seemed like a, uh, he seemed like a very solemn and uh, reflective person. And he's gotten down there. And, the folks, they're, they're wasting money. I mean, they're literally doing everything that don't. It's not a matter of those items that they're doing doesn't have a place to be performed by the county government. It's just the timing of it, the priority of it. And it clearly smacks of the fact that these people got some hookups going on there. They they are paying back somebody. Uh, just It's just not boding well for the citizens of Hines County. But, hey, it's what we come to expect. And on that news, breaking news from the city of Jackson, it was announced today by the city of Jackson that uh, garbage pickup will be suspended here in the city of Jackson starting on Saturday. You're on your own. Uh, yeah, I know you're thinking, hey, we just got the water straightened out. Now the garbage is going down the drain. Well, uh, the mayor issued a tweet saying that he is aware that Richard's disposal is going to cease operation as of Saturday uh, coming up. That'll be two days from now. Uh, you're on your own. And uh, the mayor tweeted out that they are going to hold an emergency meeting down at City Hall, try to figure out just how Whitey has impacted the city of Jackson once again, trying to keep the black man down. So the mayor has his uh, kitchen cabinet of uh, uh, the usual assortment of preachers and uh, scallywags and con men and hustlers. Uh, they're all caucusing down there right now and putting their heads together, trying to figure out how to blame Whitey. White boy Bob. So uh, uh, we'll figure out, uh, we'll hear from them shortly. Uh, just a matter of time before they'll be burning Tate Reeves and effigy down there on City Hall steps, along with the uh, the rotund preachers that they can. <laughs> these guys are really living a good life. I I remember when mo most of them preachers was. I mean, they looked like crackheads when they first started out preaching. Now look at them now. Mine, but hey, look, hey, it's good. It's good to be hooked up and connected. And of course, you know, uh, they would uh, assert, and I can't blame them, that the Lord is just blessing them. They just living blessed, and we're living in the mess that they're being blessed by. It looks like, but anyway, uh, trash will no longer be picked up in the city of Jackson, and uh, uh, the mayor is again. They're working assiduously. They they've called Derek Johnson up there in Baltimore with the NAACP, and of course, uh, the con man himself, the Grand Pooba of Poverty, uh, Benny Thompson, Benny G. The G stands for Graph. Uh, they're going to figure out just how they can call in there. Uh, nationwide group of white legal beagles, you know, those white legal groups that uh, they, they find on, at the drop of a hat to uh, put together a lawsuit because blacks aren't going to do it. We're just not that. It's not going to happen. The lawsuit's being brought right now against the city of Jackson on supposedly on behalf of the citizens of Jackson to the against the uh, government, state government, and everybody else they can sue, anybody who's white. And if you notice that, it's just as I called it. 
Back when Jackson was laboring under the water crisis for years and years and years, I said, until they can find some white folks to blame, it's, it's not going to get fixed. And like clockwork, and now you got white lawyers from these legal groups parachuting onto the streets of Jackson uh, to ply their trade using local attorneys to uh, give the appearance that this is a black thing, when in fact it's just a crack thing. They are, they're, breaking it off, they're breaking it off in us, but hey, the green weenie is what we've come to to expect here in the city of Jackson. When a, a black politician says he's looking out for you, that should be your only worry. In the case of Benny Thompson, when he says he's looking out for you, he's looking through the peephole or through a scope on a rifle. Because you ain't going to get up on him and act for nothing. But anyway, we are where we are. It is what it is. And you guys get mad at me when I say this here about not wanting to go into all black heaven. I don't want to be in all black hell. And I'm going to avoid that because my counselor is Barbara Mike. He's giving me instruction on how to stay out of hell. <laughs> oh, boy. <sighs> Things don't look good for the home team, boy. I better get me some some uh, asbestos draws because that brother there. But anyway, uh, so we're going to see how this is going to turn out. Richard Disposal said, hey, they can't do this. And, of course, one of their workers got shot the other day in the performance of his duties. I mean, who's shooting a guy picking up garbage? Dang. Man, I guess these young crackheads, these Democrat kids just stand in practice. You know, they do. I think they're just shooting people to see the look on their face. He shot me. Yep. But of course, thanks to the fine ambulatory services of AMR, they were able to get their young man to the uh, uh, UMC and they patched him up, pulled a bullet out of him, gave it to him as a souvenir. And, uh, uh, and of course, now he's limping the streets of Jackson as we speak. I tell you what, uh, look, y'all get mad at me. Snowball, Thomas, Larry, and some of the all them, Mike, Barbara, Mike, you guys. Get, but guys, come on, really? This is the best we can do? And let me just touch on briefly again the, uh, the lawsuits being brought. Folks, these are white law firms who have headed it up. Being white doesn't exclude them, but I'm just saying, it ain't like black folks, these black lawyers all of a sudden just, man, we got to save the people. No, it ain't. They ain't got, they done sat back and watched us all these years twist and turn in the wind with these, with this water system. They don't care. It's just another hustle that they can get on. Look, I don't begrudge them. I mean, they got a bar car. They got the, this is how they grind. I understand that, but don't get it twisted. <clears throat> don't buy into this notion that they doing it because they love black people. No, <laughs> that's like Benny Thompson saying he loved black people. That should be the only thing that worries you. But uh, there, uh, what's going to be interesting with these lawsuits, and you can read all these lawsuits that you heard me speak of at jacksonjambalaya.com. Kingfish has been doing a good job of chronicling all this stuff, and he, he published the entire lawsuits online. Now, what's going to be interesting, and look, I'm going out, and I'm going to say this right now, that this is what I predict is going to happen with the discovery on these lawsuits. It's going to be what I've been telling you down through the years, Black folks who are in elected positions in too many in too many instances, they are unserious about their task, about their job. And I believe these lawsuits are going to show that, in fact, it wasn't racism. These Negroes kept they took their hand off the plow. They're down there in the state house. They're voting for everybody else's programs. And they don't put forth their own. They just assume people going to do right by them while, while, while all the other people are putting together a plan in notebooks and binders and presenting to the right people 
and getting the money. And we sit down there in all our blackness, all puffed up, looking important, waiting for the next uh, uh, event down at the convention center to stand around, pass our business cards, and chase them big booty girls with a glass of Chevy's Rig on your hand. Oh, I know y'all. Bono baseball, Kim no Negroes. So that's what the lawsuit is going to reveal. It's going to reveal that the senators down there, that would be Norwood, Horn, and uh, who is that boy out of Greenville? Is it, uh, or oh, whatever his name is, uh, Simmons. Derek, one of those Simmons boys. Anyway, all them running around here, they all got something to say, but they're not effective. That as long as the Black Caucus been down there, they haven't, they haven't accrued enough IOUs by now? Dang. Robert Clark laid the cornerstone of the dang capital. His son down there, at some point you, you earn some points, man. But you know what? They don't know how to play the game. So they want to say they want to blame the inability to get money out of the block grant that is based on race. Well, hold up, boss. When you're down there behind on closed doors, when it's just you and white boy Bob and his uh, his crew, you you trying to show them, hey, you know, I'm cool, I'm easy to work with, yada yada yada. But see, you don't raise. I keep telling y'all, when Benny, when Barack, when Al Sharpton, when the senators here in Mississippi, when the representatives in Mississippi, they get down there, them white folks, they don't even bring our name up unless you're a crackhead and got regulated by the uh, jump out boys. These preachers, they go down there and meet with the folks who is passing around that walk around money for Thad Cochran and for Mike Guess. They don't even bring our name up. They don't even bring, hey man, my people need water there in Jackson. The babies need a better school. So they don't bring our name up. And then you get mad at me. Well, guess what, Hoss? You got the right huckleberry and Kim Wade. Because over the next two years, baby, we're going to break this crap up at the dope. And I'm inviting Marcus Wallace right now onto the program. Come on, Marcus. Tell us what you got. I heard you on a, a WMPR, WMPR last night when on David uh, David L. Archie was on there. And uh, I want to know what you got. What you plan on doing for the citizens of Jackson? He said, when you see my when you see my trailer around there with my sign on it, y'all, y'all pray for me. Yeah, we praying for you, bro. Keep it moving. Don't get no electric truck. We need you with some gas in there and keep it moving. Then he was describing what he was doing over in Edwards. And I guess he forgot what he was saying because he said, yeah, uh, I left there. I, I left there one night driving back home. I'm saying back home. I thought you lived in Edwards. Uh-huh. But, I mean, look, the man is welcome to have a hump, domicile, wherever he wants to have it. But the point is, this brother ain't got nothing for us. He's there for the set-aside Negro. They coming back for round five on the screwing of the citizens of Jackson, in my opinion. They ain't got nothing. So when you see Marcus, ask, hey, Marcus, tell us. Because when y'all call here, as a matter of fact, you can call here anytime you want. And we're going to do an ask the mayor, you know, question and answer period. Call here and say, mayor. And I'm going to answer your question. Now, do you hear me fumbling and stumbling when you ask me a question? Do you hear me say, uh, Martha? You don't hear me doing that. I give it to you straight, straight piping that truth, baby. Because it ain't rocket science. If you ain't down there to steal, you can get some things done. If you don't care about who gets the credit, you can get some things done. But that ain't what they're there for. These Negroes who are bringing these lawsuits, 
and all these former elected officials, they purposely, in my opinion, and we're going to have a chance, and we're going to have a chance to see when this lawsuit plays out, when these lawsuits, plural, play out, that they purposely set back and allow these systems to fail. Out of all the things that are broken in our municipality, in our city, and all the things that need worked on, fixing, and maintained, they got to make up stuff to tear up so they can come back in and do their set aside dope boy magic. Oh, no. No, no, no. That's why I want uh, uh, Marcus uh, Green Weenie Wallace to tell us what his plans are. Come on, Green Weenie. What do you have for us? I got a foot of the Green Weenie for you people. No, we don't want that, bro. Thank you. Keep it moving. So David will be here, and uh, David L. Archie's on his way up here. So David, uh, he's seen, you know, and David, you can you can come out and endorse him. That's fine. Folks, I ain't asking nobody to endorse me. I ain't asking nobody. Look, on election day, just go to the polls and do what you do. I'm presenting some ideals. You don't, you ain't voting for me. You're voting for the ideals. And if Green Weenie Wallace wants to uh, adopt the ideals, then God bless him. Let's see if he can do it. I have one idea that I passed on to an elected official regarding the housing stock in Jackson about not tearing down everything and uh, how to take those houses and, and convert them to home ownership. And he took the idea and ran with it with a couple of the preachers, which is fine, but they didn't implement it because they didn't understand it to the detail that it needed to be to implement it in a manner where everybody benefited. They came up with the same plan that the banks have, which is basically you go out and get a loan, you buy the house. Well, you know what? We ain't got to do everything just because the banks say do it that way. There's no reason why you have to have a 30-year mortgage when you can buy a car for the same amount as the house and pay for it in 5 and 10 years. But it's because these folks, again, they don't see any, they, they, they don't have anything new in their heads. Many of them are just social workers at heart, full of compassion, but no damn sense and no economic sense. Oh, there's ways of making this thing work. Our number is 601-879-0002. Let's take a quick break. I think I got a few more minutes on my rant, so hold on. We'll be right back. All right, folks, we're back. Hey, I want to remind you to take this opportunity, folks, pick up some parts for your trailer. I know you got a tail light out. You've been meaning to get to it. Well, go to trailerbybuy.com. And, uh... They have over, well, they had over $100,000 worth of parts. Uh, they've kind of gone down now since we've been doing the ad for them. But here's the thing. If you need tires, you need hubcaps, you need wiring, you need harnesses, whatever you need, they have it. Bearings, bearings packed, the whole nine yards. Folks, they have it at Starring Trailer Sales, 6765 I-55 South in Byram, Mississippi. As you know, Central Mississippi's largest trailer deal, and some these are some of the best well-built trailers. These trailers are built to last. I call them generational trailers because you can pass them on to your kids. Some of these other big box trailers, you leave them out in the uh, out in the elements for a couple of seasons. Man, it may or may not ride when you're ready to ride. With starring trailer sales, you're ready to go. You can be sitting on the side of the road while you, man, I was trying to go to the reservoir, trying to go to the hunting camp. Nope, they're built to last. Never be afraid to buy the very best. You'll always be pleased with it. Starring trailer sales. And again, for all your parts. And you can also look at all the selections you have for trailers that are available and custom made if you want one designed by going to trailerbybuy.com. All right, with no further ado, Barbara Mike's favorite caller, Mobile Bob. Hey, man. What's um, up? 
Uh, can I go back to the topics from yesterday for a bit, or Please. you want to move on? Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> well, I just want to address two issues, items that uh, that Willie and uh, Mike brought up that I didn't have a chance to talk about or, or expound on. I guess uh, one of Mike's contentions was that if a person's on life support and we pull the plug that if we consider uh, kill, if we consider killing babies in the womb as murder, we should consider uh, removing life support off someone as murder. That's what the equivalent he was trying to bring up, I would assume, right? Uh, that's pretty much my take. Uh, yeah. Yeah, like I said, my father-in-law, we went through that with my father-in-law. His vitals were all shut down. And the only thing, the reason why he, he had the appearance of breathing was because of the life support. Right. He wasn't breathing on his own. His life support had him, had him breathing. He was essentially dead. No brainwave or very little brainwave activity. He's like no, his vitals shut down. Yeah. That's what life support does, folks. It, it, it gets, keeps your vitals going when, you, when your body's no longer functioning. That's what it does. So now, if uh, the life support was making him better, and, you know, we wait nine months, he'll, be, he'll get stronger, and he'll be fine, and he'll be functioning just, just as normal. All you got to do is wait nine months, and, and you got your father-in-law back. It's fully healthy. Back even better. Well, who pulls the plug on that, Kim? Hmm. Good question. In fact, that would be considered murder if you pull the plug when when a doctor tells you that. Not to destroy. Not, that's what life support the difference is, my friend. All we got to do is wait nine months, and you want you want to consider a baby in the womb on life support to the mother. I guess that's the equivalent you're trying to bring up. Right. Well, if we just wait nine months. The baby will be even more developed and fully ready to go out on its own, not even needing the mother at all anymore. So now, you, so now the only difference between that is more time. And we got a fully functioning baby with no, no need for the mother at all at, anymore. So how is that not murder, dude? That's right. There's your, there's, your, there's, your, uh, there's your difference. I don't know why you couldn't see that in the beginning. I guess he, he's incapable of seeing that. But there's a difference. If life support made people better and all you need was a few, a little time and then they can be off life support and they'll be good as new, then it's murder if you pull the plug on. Right. Same way it would be if you put, when you do that to children. Mm-hmm. There's your difference. I don't want it, it just stuns me how he wants to make that argument. I, 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 maybe, I, I, it, I can't get it. I just don't get it at all. Well, Mike, there's Mike- your difference. Yeah, Mike, Mike can be a challenge sometimes in, in that regard. His head seems to be pretty thick on those issues. But, you know, one of the things they talk about, rape of the uh, uh, causing, causing the pregnancy, you know, the Planned Parenthood and these abortion clinics do not have a record. They do not, I repeat, do not have a record. Because they talk like the rape of the 10-year-old and incest by the uh, parents of this 10-year-old is a common thing. Well, they're not reporting it. They they have people coming there uh, underage getting abortions all the time, and it had to be statutory rape. The abortion clinics are not reporting that to the authorities, and yet all these folks in the uh, Mississippi Free Press and Jackson Free Press want to act like it's oh this is a this something we need to be concerned with. Well, where's the record that they've been reporting this? In fact, exactly. they've been covering up the fact that these kids have been raped. So that they can keep making money off the rapes. These people, hands are not clean. In fact, they're just playing out evil. 
evil. And rape counts, accounts for less than 1% of women who have uh, uh, go in for abortions as well. Right. Uh, I hate to bring this subject up on your show, but cra- uh, uh, but uh, Willie did mm-hmm. and would not let me finish it. But he brought about, you know, guys masturbating, whatever. Yeah. He, folks, he gets that from Genesis chapter 38, verses verse 9. That that chapter doesn't refer to masturbation at all. <laughs> the Bible doesn't declare masturbation a sin. I don't agree with it, but I but I couldn't tell a man he's committing a sin. The idea he was saying with with the seed, uh, uh, the seed hitting the floor, or whatever. Now, yeah. That chapter has to do with the with the son named Onan. He was one of the, he was one of the first sons of Judah. You know, all the tribe of Judah right. where Jesus comes from. Okay, he's he's one of the first sons of Judah, and he's he had another older son. His name was Ur. Ur was the but they said God was he was wicked in the eyes of God, and God slew him. Ur had a wife. His wife was named Tamar. Now Tamar didn't have any kids. So during that time, it was real serious because there wasn't a whole lot of folks on the planet. Hmm. So being so, you had to have as many kids as you could. Not to mention that was a, that was a uh, uh, there was a kind of a retirement for women for the kids to take care of them after the, when the husband died or when they get old. They right. wanted children really bad. <laughs> and there wasn't a whole lot of folks for, for Tamar to pick from during that time. So hmm. was, so uh, Tamar, Judah told his, his son Onan to give, to uh, marry uh, Tamar, the girl, for his son so that she can have children because she was a part of their family. Hmm. And Onan oh, no, didn't want to do that, so he would go with her, and and then and then go put the seed on the, on the ground because he didn't want to have children from. That was what that passage was about. Willie had nothing to do about masturbation. Had well, nothing to do about. I hate to say that we're on your show, Ken. Really, yeah, do. We're well, trying yeah, to play yeah, it up with. Yeah, we're gonna uh, we're gonna let that lie there. But here's the thing. I defer to William on that topic of masturbation. If you ever seen his arm, it looked like Popeyes on the right side. <laughs> what the heck's going on with this guy? But anyway, uh, I got a got a uh, um, email from one of our listeners. I can't think of his name. I want to say Jeff, but anyway, uh, he made the point about the fallacy of what William was saying in terms of uh, being uh, murder, and that is about the woman's ovulation every month. You know, exactly. So you know, it's obviously the combination that's the, that's bring to bring forth the life that God intended to be defined as life. But, you know, like I said, I will defer to Snowball on that one there, and we can move on from that topic. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly my point, too. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, no, until it becomes, fer- it becomes fertilized, it, no, that is not mm-hmm. uh, murder. And, or, you know, whatever he thinks it is. Right. And, and every guy in the world, when, when he was a kid, or when young boys, you're puberty, you have that problem right. early in your life. Right. So are they committing murder? Right. The guy was just—I mean, well, how do you do it, Kim? I don't understand. How you—how do you do it? You are a stalwart. <laughs> I do not see how you do it. It's, uh, I'm sharing in my producer's alcohol over here. So that's what <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, uh, one thing I would like to talk about. Not to set the record straight to, I guess, to the, not to those guys. They want the same thing, but the members of the audience who might have been confused by what they were saying from some bizarre reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, you see what I do with Kamala Harris that that I. Uh, Hurricane relief, like she wanted to just give it to black folks or right. people of color. Right, yeah, yeah. You, you got a uh, color test down there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Of course, the Sanders shot that to the, uh, the smithereens real quick. But the idea is that that's constantly on these nitwit minds. Uh, color, race, whatever. How are you going to tell a white person 
who probably are barely making the ends meet, their house is destroyed. Well, you're not the right color. We got to go take care of this this black guy who makes fifty, sixty, seventy thousand dollars a year first, mm-hmm. or Hispanic. You gonna have to wait. Oh man, it'll get to you at all. Then the woman's insane. It's always the people who rolled in on the colorblind crap and get up there become the biggest racist. So, like, that's why I said the, the best way to deal with this is tell these people to pound sand, you know, and make it clear. Put bass in your voice and don't stutter. Don't be looking down at the ground when you see it. Just tell them to pound sand. Say, look, Hoss. Uh, unless you bring your lawyer, unless you bring some, you know, you want to knuckle up, but otherwise I'm not even trying to hear this, you know, because black folks and all these folks pushing their issues, the gays and everybody else, don't nobody care about you guys. You, you, in your mind, you you think you're more than you than you really are. Nobody really cares about you. And it's not a matter of exactly. them being racist. People got their own lives. You just, you just exactly. consumed by your own self. I don't have time for a mobile. But anyway, look, brother, we appreciate you. We're up against a break. All right, man. We'll be right back. All right, folks, we're back. And it is Thursday. Dave has made it into the studios. We're going to get to him in a moment. Let's get this caller in here. Caller, you on the air. Hey, Kim. Hey, buddy. Hey, man. I just wanted to put in a plug for Leslie and Starry. Okay. Starring trailers. Um, I've been looking, trying to find a, a big enough trailer to put a 72 inch mower on uh-huh. and um you know just to get it back and forth to the shop or whatever and i called down there and talked to her oh she's so pleasant and um said she must be must be a little misdirected she did say good things about you <laughs> um, but anyway so i had to get three bids uh-huh. and um and she she beat them. Now let me tell you what happened. Mm-hmm. The the she only had one that size. It's an eighty two inch wide, mm-hmm. big enough to put that seventy two inch mower on. And um, she said, "Well, she said, now I only have one, but she said, and there's a man supposed to come get it. Told me, called me, and said he was coming to get it tomorrow. She said, but if he's not here to get it tomorrow, it's yours. Awesome. And I said, okay. <laughs> and um, I, she she. She was her price was better than the other, and it was an outstanding trailer. Got got that five way tailgate on it. Yeah. You can lay the tailgate down inside of the trailer, so it's not catching any wind if you want to pull it like that. Right. Plus, it'll it'll hinge to either side or lay down as a ramp. Oh yeah. So I just wanted to just you know just throw that out there. Anybody looking for you know for for a good trailer and and the qualification specifications on it were like outstanding. Absolutely. Well, brother, we appreciate that testimony. And as I said, uh, never be afraid to buy the very best. And those traders are built to last. I mean, the materials that they use, they're substantial. And again, a big box store trailer will get you through the season or if you got a project you need. To, but if you want one that's going to last, going to hold up in all the elements, uh, trailerbuy.com is where I'd go look and start right there. And then you can visit the uh, physical location, 6765 I-55 South in Byron, Mississippi. Well, Carl, appreciate that, buddy. All right, that's the way I'm going to roll, Kim. All right, hold on. We're going to put you on hold on one second here. Okay. All right. All right. With no further ado, folks, we are, have the honor of having in the studios with the second district supervisor, David hey, L. Archie. And uh, uh, what's going on, DL? Oh, man. Hard work. Low pay. Yeah. You're stirring things up still, man. When are you going to slow down, brother? Well. You know, Kim, I told you I wasn't going to go in there and 
just to go along to get along. We're going to go in there and change things. We're going to challenge the status quo. We're going to go against the grain, and we're going to make it better for the citizens. We're going to fix something. Well, hold on before you go any further, and you can use this in your campaign ads. I, Kim Waite, Radio Strongman, will tell David L. Archie to his face that I was wrong about the job that I thought you would. Actually, I thought you'd be in jail by now. I thought you'd have done something that would have disgraced yourself in the honor of that office, but you have acquitted yourself quite well. You are a hard worker. You are actually out there performing to the best of your ability the task and duties assigned to Supervisor District 2. And I commend you for it, and I salute you and take my hat off to you. And I was wrong. You turned out to be a better supervisor than I could have imagined. Well, man, I wouldn't vote for you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Kim, I, I do appreciate that, and, and I know that you was, you was pretty hard on me, and and it's good to to show your efforts in terms of your work ethics and really getting after it. Sometime I had to get into quite a bit of arguments in order to change things, you know. And when I'm fighting, it's not for me. It's for the people um, to make things better. I mean, it, it's really simple for me, uh, fighting and working for the people. Uh, when I came into office, we had zero dollars in Hines County District, too. In the last two and a half years, we've been able to get about $50 million back into the district. I don't know where all the money went to, but it didn't slip by me. Yeah. Um, you know, when, when things was going on and it's supposed to fix roads and streets and bridges and uh, trench ditches and uh, put up lights or whatever it is that need to be done, we have been able to make that happen. And by the way, along with... Um, about $50 million that have came back into the district in two and a half years. We've been able to do close to $150, $160 million of economic development in Hines County District 2. Now, that's in District 2 alone. Mm -hmm. What other folks are doing in their district, that's on them. But I'm saying that what we've been able to make happen uh, right there at State Street, Meadowbrook, uh, we're going up with about a 65 or 70 million dollar project able to get a half a million dollars for uh, that flooding at that creek where the old Mac Ray's store was mm -hmm. was able to um, work with um, those contractors and, and the people that um, that are building that place there they wanted some tax incentive of course if they come to district 2 can you imagine that place continue to sit just like that for another 10 years no but now you know, $70 million is going into that corner. Right there on Livingston Road by the old Hood building. Um, that place been uh, grown up for many, many years. Councilman Stokes and I, when we first started out, we was fighting that company that was coming in there until they would do what was right by the people to put down new infrastructure and not tie into old infrastructure, um, to able to get water out of there, do new lighting, repave the road. Um, ditches in the back going to be trench and, and um, you know, making sure that uh, that water, when a flood comes, able to get that water out of there. Um, it's about $60 million projects going into an area that has been forgotten about. That's right there up from the Jackson Medical Mall. And we're mm -hmm. going to lighten it up like a Christmas tree from Woodrow mm -hmm. Wilson all the way to um, Livingston Road, in Northside Drive, uh, Livingston Road, all the way back to Northside Drive across the train track. Right now it's, it's dark uh, when you go down through there, but it won't be like that as, as we begin to build. And not only that, uh, Clinton Tennant Road, 
Um, 38 houses going to be built in Hines County District 2. Um, we are working uh, to, to work with the, um, the neighbors in that particular area to make sure both sides are, are happy that a new um, community is going up off Clinton and Road, about 38 homes, 200 and some thousand dollars or more. Um, none of this happened uh, before I came along. That's Been the price able to of the average home. Work with those contractors. That's the price of the average home. That's the price of the average home. That's pretty good. It's going to end up being close to ten million dollars. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Um, well, that's the that's the key, David. Uh, and I I ran into uh, Supervisor Graham, and I've said the same thing to him, saying I'll say to you, you guys really should lean on the real estate agents more uh, as you anything dealing with land or improvements. Matter of fact. You need to call together a group of the real estate brokers and say, look, this is all the land that's available in, in, in Hines County. And uh, so they will know and have it in their mind because while we're licensed to sell real estate, we actually traffic in opportunities and information. And without that information, you can't always tie everything together. They may be sitting at, at a lunch somewhere and somebody mentioned something. And, oh, yeah, David told me about let, let me tell you. Let me show you those things there. It's a partnership that I think is underutilized by elected officials, both at the city level and the county level. Uh, and this is the reason why the black community oftentimes, you know, we, we, we blame it on racism or somebody's withholding money when, in fact, we just don't go to the meetings where these type of projects can be uh, uh, fleshed out or put on the board so people have in mind, okay, David's talking about putting up 38 houses over there. We may end up needing to put a road in through over there to bring you know, up to date, just like hanging malls from 220 down to Nakoma. That needs to be at least three lanes. Absolutely. But, but, I mean, with as much traffic as it gets, but none of the elected officials really, ha- that's not their mindset. That's what I'm saying. If you draw on the real estate brokers, you're going to see a, a greater opportunities for growth in the area. And without the uh, increases in uh, rooftops, nothing else is going to happen. So I commend you. That's, that's very important. 38 houses. See, you look at you look at thirty eight houses. You look at forty houses. Let's just say forty. Then you're looking at possibly a gas station. You're looking at possibly a pizza shack, restaurant, pizza. Yeah. yeah. So those things. But if you're going to do it with subsidized housing, they don't move on that kind of stuff. That's why you see the subsidized housing. It clears out the air, looks nice, but you don't see the accompanying uh, business districts. Nobody's building around it. Well, what it is, they go in and look at the demographics. They look at the money where they say, okay, if these people are living on uh, transfer checks. And again, not uh, denigrating anybody on trend. That's not the point. The point is they're looking for those private homes where people put their own skin in the game. They say, if they're putting skin in the game, I want to put some skin over there. That's how it works. Um, and I also wanted to bring to you this afternoon, and then mm-hmm. we're going to move to this $17 million. And by the way, that's what, Marcus Wallace, that's what Marcus Wallace need to be able to articulate. Marcus, I'm telling you these things. Because, bro, if you can do these things, bro, I ain't got to run. But you can't just say, y'all need to vote for me because you need to believe. I already believe. I believe you up to no good. <laughs> but you can always prove me wrong like David L. did. Well, I can tell you, uh, it's a lot of work. You got to yeah. be committed. And, and you can't mm-hmm. be focused going down one road. You got to have many roads that you can go and come from. Right. And, and I just have decided uh, that the people of Hines County can do better. They want more. But um, our elected officials, many of them are just sitting on their butts Absolutely. and not getting things done. I wanted Well, to you can show them how to, I mean, you're showing them how to do it. You, like I said, I've always admired Robert, uh, Robert Graham. I like, you know, he keeps his head to the grindstone. He does things. And a lot of people that they drop, when they drop salt on Robert, 
Robert is just part of a system that is the way it is. You know,、uh, I believe he's a good man. I think he'd make a good mayor. But that being said, you know, he, he needs more shoulders to the wheel. He needs at least another shoulder to the wheel there on the Board of Supervisors, along with yours. Oh, no doubt about it. I just wanted to bring a letter in here today, Kim. You've probably never seen one of these.、Um, um, I was one of the、um, negotiators of trying to get this letter. Uh, it's coming from the、uh, Jackson City Council as well as the Hines County Board of Supervisors.、Mm-hmm. We've never done a letter like this before. I spoke about it in bringing、uh, county government and city government together when we had the,、um, the rain and the storms, and then OB Curtis Water Treatment Facility went down. That's a letter that we、um, sent to the President of the United States. And up top, you see where it says Hines County and, as well as the city of Jackson.、Mm-hmm. Um, those are the things that h a s not been happening、uh, between the city and between the county.、Mm-hmm. Now, the question is when we receive these <clears throat> funds, what we're going to do with it? Are we going to make things happen for the citizens? Are the taxpayers going to see these dollars? Within their community, are we going to fix stuff?、Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, that's what needs to take place. We need to fix something in this county and fix something as well as、um, within this city. And,、uh, but I just wanted to bring that letter and show it to you. And it got all of our names at the back,、uh, yeah. all the council p e r s o n Well, well hold、so、that thought. We're talking with David L. Archie, our number is 601 879 0002. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. And it's、uh, Thursday. David L. Archie's in the studios with us. I want to remind you, you want to have some fun on the reservoir, you need a watercraft from Smith Marine. Smith Marine Sales in Ridgeland. Check them out on the web, smithmarinesales.com, for all your watercraft needs, repair, service, the whole nine yards. They do it there at Smith Marines, one of the most outstanding、uh, sales of watercraft in central Mississippi and the repair. And also, they work on houseboats. Folks, they will come to you as necessary. SmithMarinesales.com. All right, we got the supervisor himself, David L. Archie, in the studios. Now, David, bless us with your words. Now, you guys are doing a lot there. You, you submitted a letter to President Joe Biden. What's, what's this about? A- absolutely, Kim.、Um, you know, I mean, <clears throat> when the flooding took place and it shut down our water system here in,、um, in Jackson,、um, nobody was going to the federal government for anything. And so we decided,、uh, and I was one of the few that had the idea of coming together to present、um, a letter to the president to show the urgency of、um, getting OB Curtis water treatment facility fixed, as well as getting the infrastructure、um, here in Jackson, not just in one area. But the whole entire Jackson.、Okay. But we're going to have to start somewhere and fix something. We got a caller there? Chris. Chris. Go ahead, Chris. You're on the air. Yes, sir. How are you doing today, Kim? All right. You got about a minute. Got about a minute. Go ahead. I got one quick question. Calhoun said that they didn't get a chance to put in the required paperwork to flood the loan stuff through the government. How did that happen? And how are y'all going to keep that from happening again? Well, okay, we're going to let him. We're going to take this break at the top of the hour and we'll let him answer on the other side. Okay. Thank you, man. All right, folks, we're back and it is Thursday. In the studios with us is David L. Archie, District 2 supervisor. We're talking about、uh, my potential candidacy for the mayor and 
things I say, I should say, I shouldn't say. I told him, and I didn't say this before. Y'all got me twisted. If I got to join the Ku Klux Klan, put a mask on with the face cut out so you can see it, me, it ain't like I'm trying to hide behind it and roll up on all these Negroes who are ruining the black community with their set aside hustle. Hell to the gnaw. No, uh-uh. These same Negroes didn't care if we had a glass of water and you trying to tell me they're the black vanguard? Dave, I'm telling you, I ain't that guy. Now, there's some Negroes who will go along with it. You might be one of them. Uh, turn him on. Turn him up. Man, why is I'm, you, you scared of putting me on here? Let me talk to these folks up in here. Bruh, y'all been Don't talking. Don't go out there with no Ku Klux Klan no, outfit no, on, Kim. I, listen, listen, listen. You ain't going to make it down the road, listen, man. They're going to fix you. Listen, my point, my point is this here. I ain't scared of you Negroes. See, y'all want somebody to bow down to the because you got a connection in the Democrat Party breaking you off something, something. It's obvious you ain't breaking off everybody else because look at the condition. Things have gotten worse over the last 30, 40, 50 years. And then I got to have some preacher tell me I've been knowing Joe Biden for years. Well, bro, why don't you bring my name up? Why are we even worried about this damn water crisis? And you guys made Joe Biden who he is. You didn't even you didn't even cut a deal to get the water fixed when you was out there cutting deals. Explain that Kim, to me, dog. You put that outfit on, they gonna say, "Look Whatever, at this low down and dirty Negro come here with you." Well, wait a minute. Is he wait a, a Negro? Wait what a is he? Wait, wait a minute. You won office by calling white folks low down, dirty white folks. So why you tell me I can't say something like that? Well, Kim, don't use my words. <laughs> Fathead, <laughs> don't use my words. But here's Kim. the thing, black folks. I'm telling you, look, we we've gone as far as we can go in the These Negroes are gonna share. That's the bottom line. You can dislike me all you want. Marcus Wallace, he, he up $19 million. Cub up eight or nine. Uh, the other Wallace is up $20 million. And y'all tell me, y'all can't break something. You can't give your, you don't went to school with somebody who could use a Holy Ghost handshake of about $10,000 to get their business started. We ain't seeing none of this trickle down y'all always talk about. And, and just explain this to me, David, on the set aside since you're here and you represent the government. I'm here. All right. I'm chair, my brother. What gives these Negroes the right to say that whatever reparations the government is paying for the wrongs that all black folks experience, that they get to benefit personally and exclusively just themselves and they don't share with nobody else? Why don't y'all have a set aside program for the set of ne- for the Negroes who've been set aside already? Well, well, Kim, the reason that the whole ideal of it exists is because those that have been in charge for so many years. I understand years, all that, it was but that us. don't mean that one it was, Negro. It was white folks. It don't so mean that one Negro. a piece of bread for them. It don't mean that I one Negro. I don't care if it was cornbread, a biscuit, or light yeah. bread. Yeah, yeah. They had to set some aside, my brother. Okay, but set it aside for who? That's the question that I asked you. Uh, uh, you're looking crazy now. Minority. Negroes. Uh, minority, minority certain blacks. minority Negroes. Uh, minorities. Certain uh, min- and no certain minority Negroes are going to have to start sharing. That's the bottom line. That That's what I'm telling well, you. Well, I, now, I can agree with that part of it. It shouldn't be the same Well, then you in a position, you in a position well, to make that happen. Well, if you can run the tape back, you can see me sitting in the chair saying exactly what you're saying, that the same ones all shouldn't always get a bite of the pie. Somebody else ought to be able to at least taste the pie. I, I mean, if you run the tape back at the Hans County Board, no, of these same it, Negroes, you will see me say saying exactly that. Man, I love to cut this pie thinner, but I can't find a knife. Man, I hate that for you. Boy, it sucks to be you. We ain't doing that no more. These young kids, these babies, they need to be the beneficiaries of all this set-aside crap. These Negroes getting this money, 
They we paying we basically tithing to these Negroes, man. Oh hell no, not no more. I'm breaking it up. Look, vote against me because I'm breaking that crap up the door. If we can't eat, if everybody can't eat, ain't nobody eat. That's what it's gonna be. Open party. Ain't gonna be an open party. Lay lay the spread out on the table. Let those who will come. But this whole notion now these Negroes done got so far out front. Now they doing the same thing that they said the white man was doing. They down there buying influence with the city. You got brothers trying to tear down houses, and you got this guy with all these damn trucks. He cutting everybody down low. You put five or six families on the on 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 the food stamps, man. We ain't doing that no more. Well, I, I'm not, that part of it, I agree with well, you. Then I, and I, I, I'm, I'm expecting you. I'm expecting you I've to be echoing that up. same thing. I've been standing up for the fact because all that of a other sudden, folks need to come through the door. Other folks need an opportunity, uh, and it shouldn't be the same ones all the time. Amen. If you run the tape back, you'll see <laughs> I have said exactly that. Well, But you know what I want to really, really want to get to? Yeah. It's just $17 million that Creedale Calhoun Okay, we got a question. Let's get by and fell asleep at the wheel, man. Well, well, let's take this call, then you can get to it. Well, you say, Lee. Yes. You're on the air, sir. Hi. Um, yeah, I just wanted to mention something. I am a. I work uh, with hydro. I do a, as a hydraulic engineer, so I know a little bit about uh, drainage and urban drainage. And there was a. Um, there's some. There's an issue at Eubanks Creek that that sort of bedevils a lot of people up in that area. And mm. I think there's a fairly simple uh, solution that may mitigate some of that. And I just wanted to mention it. Can I get your number, brother? I would love to call you. Oh, uh, sure. Um, well, uh, yeah. Uh, well, we can I put you on hold. Like, we can put you on we'll, hold. We'll put you on hold. I need to have your name and your number, and I will definitely come and speak with you about it. We just got a half a million dollars for that creek, and we need to fix it. Okay. That'd be great. We'll okay. put you on hold and get your number, okay? Okay, great. Thanks. Right. Thanks, Lee. Appreciate it. All right. Uh, I love those kind of calls. Yeah. The man want to fix something and want to do it right. That's right. And so we'll certainly take a look, and I'll meet him out there. Um, I was out there the other day um, looking at a creek on Crane Boulevard Yeah, where water is backing up and mm-hmm. uh, land is, is eroding, and, and uh, the erosion have became pretty bad there, and we're going to see can we fix that. You know, all of that is in District 2. I go all the way to St. Andrew's School out there on uh, I-55 and the yeah. Thundering and the Woolen Hills. $17 million that we've put $11 million in infrastructure and $6 million supposed to go to the city for water. So that's $17 million. And we're supposed to get matching funds. We had to do an application mm-hmm. from the Hines County Board of Supervisors. And I'm going to hold Creedell Calhoun responsible he said that he wanted to be the chairman of the board. He wanted to be the president, and he signs everything that goes out and everything that comes in. And he's supposed to have made absolutely sure that uh, that this matter is supposed to have been taken care of. And if not, he should have informed the other board members that we needed to rush uh, to put it together so we can get that application filled out so we can get that other $17 million dollars. He fell asleep at the wheel. That's just the bottom line. He fumbled the ball right at the five-yard line, and now the ball is going back the other way, and we lost $17 million here in Hines County because Creedell Calhoun, who some folks thought that he was doing a pretty good job, but I've been telling people and telling people he's going to drive this county into bankruptcy, Hines County. He, He... uh, we're going to go from 
a surplus to a deficit. We've gotten more money in Hines County uh, in the last couple of years than Hines County have ever gotten in, since Hines County been here. Mm. And we still need more. It doesn't make any sense. And then out of, out of $37 million that we have spent in 60 days, the, the employees for the Hines County Public Works couldn't receive $300 of it per month which would only cost less than $500, uh, $500,000 a year to take care of all of Hines County Public Works employees. We could have took $5 million, set it aside, and took care of those employees for 10 years. For 10 years, man. And we didn't do anything out of all of that money that was coming in. He claimed that they got premium pay. Well, everybody got premium pay. Premium pay is just a one-time deal. You know, you get a little money, and then the ones at the bottom of the toll pole needed more. Some of those guys are only making twenty-one, dollars $23,000 a year. And then the board gave, we gave ourselves a $6,000 pay raise mm. for a year. Wow. 6000 That's $500 a month. And we couldn't take care of the employees. Listen, we all do me a favor. Help send Creedale Calhoun home so we can move Hans County forward, along with Bobcat McGowan, as well as Vern Gavin. And by the way, guys, and you need to know this, mm. also Creedale is trying, he's trying to bring about uh, a resolution to increase property taxes. He's trying to bring about a resolution uh, to increase millage for mm. the Hines County Board of Supervisors. Supervisor Graham have told him once, and twice and three times that he's not going to raise the people taxes here in Hines County. And I'm certainly not going to vote for a tax increase here in Hines County. Is that a period uh, across the board? Is that a simple uh, majority vote on that? On Absolutely. That? Okay. It's a simple majority vote. Okay. And, and the people of Hines County need to wake up and understand what Creedale Calhoun is doing. He's trying to get his hand on more money. The more he get his hands on, the more he's going to spend. He's not conservative with the money because mm-hmm. we've gotten more money than we've ever gotten here in um, Hines County, um, and especially with the Hines County Board of Supervisors. But you know what I've done, Kim? I've shook the water and woke the fish. The fish is, is all over the place. They're paying attention to what's going on in this county, and I told you when I went down there that I wasn't going to go alone to get alone that we're going to pay close attention to what's going on with the money. And I told y'all that he wanted to be president so he can get his hands and get his paws on all of this money that is coming into Hines County. Our number is 601-879-0002. David L. Archie is in the studios with us. And, again, he is uh, fighting for good government. And uh, you're hearing him deliver. As a matter of fact, I will point out that he is the only elected official who takes time out to give us an update on what's going on in his world. Uh, we've uh, extended that offer to all elected officials to come in and talk about what they do. They don't want to uh, talk until the election time, and then they want to come in here for free. Uh, you can't do it when you're running for election. But you can talk about what you do anytime. And for those of you who are aspiring political uh, 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 aspirants, if you will, you can come in for free before you declare. And after you declare, then you want me to cut you a break. This is a commercial station. This is not WNPR. You don't get nothing free over here. That's the way we roll. But before you run, 
That's why I'm encouraging Marcus Wallace. Come on, take advantage of it. Look, it ain't nothing but ideal. If, if what you have makes you worthy of being mayor, then those ideals need to be out there right now because the city is floundering. Don't be trying to come in there like you Superman. Come on in with what you got. Your ideals should stand the test of time. Ain't nobody going to steal them. And if they steal them, so what? Supposedly it's for the betterment of the city. See, David, this is what I'm talking about. The other candidates, they ain't going to talk to you like that. They want to tell you how important they are. They ain't about that. You're bringing out ideals. You're bringing about things that need to be done. There's, I'll talk about the set-aside Negroes. There's plenty of work to be done. So why y'all got to focus on all these projects that ain't necessarily a priority just so you can hook your boys up to the detriment of everybody else? I think the citizens are going to respond to that because they know, just like you're talking about with the tax increase. Don't want no tax increase. They could see it if it was being properly stewarded. I'm going to fight it tooth and nail. And I want uh, this whole entire county, if you own <laughs> property or a business in Hines County, Mm-hmm. And 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 Creedell come before the people talking about he want to raise their property taxes and increase their millage. I want y'all to come down there and be so many of you. You think it's a what? What's that old saying? Think it's a what is that over in Africa? Oh, it's a, a Tarzan movie. A Tarzan movie, man. <laughs> Set up a Tarzan. Movie. But we except got, it'll be mixed with white and black. That we got Master D on the line. Who's going to take us to task? What's up, Master D? Hey, what's going on, uh, Dave? What's up, Master D? Hey, all y'all need to do is help me win the supervisor seat, get rid of Bobcat. That's why they call him Bobcat. He always on the hunt to be with the croonies, you know. And uh, we were warned a long time ago, but did y'all ever, uh, do you have any update on the Calhoun group, which specifically supposed to control the aspect of the county money? They said they, they are a private group. I don't know if it's his brothers or what, but they've been given the opportunity to control the county money. I don't know, but it was a it was an article done on the on the in the newspaper about them. And it seemed like that's what's going on over there. This guy's a career politician. He's been around too long. He why he's been around too long. What part did they don't get over there? Man, I mean what has he done concrete since he's been elected official? All you got to do is but look at they, the community and look at the neighborhood. What he's trying to do is, know, is stop me from fixing something. Person on y'all team and move these guys over. Mm. Well, that's what I'm talking Bro, we need to well, shake up all the way around. got to be true. The status quo ain't working for us. Trump, man, for the people who are still in the money. I mean, it's, it's something strange about this. And it just ain't making sense of why we as a people cannot work together to uplift the city. And another thing, you know, I just got to talking to the real estate people. We got a serious problem with these white meth heads going around burning up buildings and breaking in. We're going to have to do something about this here situation. And these big-time people on this real estate, if you go all up, uh, they busting windows, they setting stuff on fire. We had three big old fires last week. We know who's doing it, David. We don't got control of these black crackheads. They're doing just fine. Now we got another problem. <laughs> a white boy smoking pit all day. We don't know who they are. We need a direct response team on the ground and find out who. where these, where these people come from. I've been in Jackson 56 years of my life, and I know these people ain't from Jackson. Diversity, equity, and inclusion, sir. We're so reaching out. They opportunity for us to buy these houses and fix them up. They're burning them up. All right. Okay, then. Okay. Well, well, I can. I, 
Johnson. Appreciate you. I can I can just respond by saying this, Kim. I've done quite a bit of work along with um, Supervisor Graham trying to clean up I-55, North Side Drive, Briarwood, Meadowbrook, Lakeland Drive. Um, we've been trying to run them off from up there, harassing uh, um, tours, harassing people that's coming to the hospital downtown by the bus station. And by the way, I had a uh, international conversation with Greyhound. Of course, some people that don't even live in America done bought Greyhound, right? Well, hold Whether on. You know it, not Germany. Yeah. Some folks from Germany have bought Greyhound. Hold that thought. We need to take a quick break. We'll be right back. All right, folks, we're back. David L's in the store. David's laughing at me here. Uh, you know, David, David said, Kim, don't, don't mention, I'm telling you, look, I'm going to help my folks out. And if I got to put on a Klan uniform and ride up in no Negroes who are trying to oppose everybody else being able to eat, I'm going to do it. And I told David, I ain't got nothing to prove. I was 15 years in the nation, man. I'm You're going to go around Verdon Dish and Shady Oak and Washington Dish. No, you ain't going that way. Listen, no, listen, you, you missed you miss my point. My point is this here. If there's some Negroes out there like you who want to keep doing things the way they've been doing it, yeah, I'll ride up in there and let you know. And you guys ain't going to keep doing this while you while you saying you're doing it for black folks. You're doing the same thing, Benny. He left Bolton saying he was going to help the people out. He ain't help nobody out but himself. $80 million, and he can't figure out what people want. They want the same thing he wanted when he was trying to get that $80 million. They want to get papered up. And if that's asking too much, well, bro, I tell you what, these young kids, these 15, they got young girls, 10, 11, 12, 13 years old, carjacking folks, man. And y'all trying to tell me that we're going to keep doing it the way you say? Oh, you got it tangled and twisted, bro. Well, brother, you must didn't eat enough of them bean pies when you was coming. Yeah, I saw bean pies out on the corner. That was me out there holding up traffic. We leave home with plums and apples in the morning. By the time we come out that heat, at the end of the day, we had jam up in that bag, man. It'd be hot. I'm staggering around in the heat with that suit on, and folks, I'm weaving in and out of traffic. How was you able to get away from the minister, my brother? You supposed to uh, be my brother. Man, minister Farrakhan talking all that trash. He talking about uh, uh, how he needs so much security, and he riding around in a drop-top two-seater Mercedes-Benz. I'm saying, bro, I thought you were about security. Man, please, I'm sending money to D.C. to the IRS, then I'm sending money to Chicago. We're making a quarter off every newspaper. People's family wives bailing out, man, I can't live off no quarter newspaper. You better get you a real job. I'm saving the I'm saving the nation. You need to save this family because I'm out of here. Well, bro, uh, um, what is it? Assalamualaikum. What is it? Assalamualaikum, bro. Assalamualaikum and Salaikum Salam. And salami uh, 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 and bologna sandwiches on top of well, it. Well, I don't. I, what I don't understand now, you, you look. You was treated by the best, uh, Minister Farrakhan. I learned a minister. lot in the nation now, but you know, at the end of the day, everything is a hustle. Anybody who's living way up here and you living down there, they ain't telling you everything. That's the bottom line. Okay, Farrakhan got houses all over the country. Matter of fact, with the whole thing about the Nation of Islam, when they was. First form, they were living. I mean, the, the uh, master uh, Elijah Muhammad, the honorable Elijah Muhammad, was living in an all-white neighborhood, the same neighborhood Barack lived in when he was in Chicago. Everybody loved black folks. Don't nobody want to live around them. Mine, please. But anyway, let's go to Kerry. Bean pie, my brother. Bean pie. Hey, Kerry. Kerry, you want a bean pie? Question for David. How you doing, David? What's up, Kerry? Hey, Jerry. Hey, okay. I saw your guys. I saw the, the uh, Hines County guys cutting grass on Highway 80 down by Gallatin. Yes. Is there any way you could reach out to the city for them to clean up Highway 80? Because 
I saw y'all cutting grass, the county, but I, I ain't seen the city out doing nothing. Man, I done reached out to the city. Coming into the uh, city. Man, it's hard to get them to do anything. Uh, And and see, this is the thing. This is the difference. Over at the city, you got um, the executive, which is the mayor. You got the legislative branch, which is the council, which can't tell city employees to do anything. But over at the Hines County Board of Supervisors, we have it all. Executive, legislative, as well as judicial. And when we say move, they need to move. And but at the end of the day, um, we're out there trying our very best. But we got all these other municipalities to take care of. We got about eight, nine municipalities in in this county, and we got the uh, rural areas to take care of. And the and we're going to take care of the rural area. We're going to make absolutely sure that they're not left out and they're not locked out. And we're going to work as hard as we can to pave their roads, clean their ditches, fix their bridges. I just opened up a bridge that was closed down for seven years. Uh, Carol Johns Road off of the Bolton exit was cl- been closed for seven years. Took a hundred and some thousand dollars. I, I just went and found that money, Kim, and just made it happen. Hmm. Just yeah. made it happen, Overnight Express. <laughs> and now it's open. All right, Kerry, what else you got, uh, Jerry? That's, it. that's what I was curious about. Cause I see, like I saw them cutting, but the city ain't doing nothing. Well, and see, that's the thing about, and I appreciate you, Jerry. That's the thing. About, All right. Man, Let's everybody work together. As in my administration, what you need? How can we make this work? Not who's going to get credit or I'm going to show David. See, it's all that petting. That's what I'm saying. We're not going to do another 30, 40 years of this chokeway type leadership, all this old selfish stuff where all they want to do is floss. And uh, no, we're not doing that anymore. We're going to deal with, we're going to have some adult behavior around here, bro. Well, I I can tell you, Kim, and I always got to go back to this. When I first came in, in office, I did an audit on Hines County and the money. Mm-hmm. And you wouldn't believe where some of the money was stashed and where some of the money was going and some of the contractors was being paid. We fired <laughs> a bunch of them. Mm-hmm. They look, you can no longer do business. Just with funny money. Care. Just fun- and Just on projects that... That didn't make sense. Right. Right? And, and so uh, I know a lot of people got mad because we came in and I was one of the few that came in that was willing to fire some folks and we just got them out the way. Uh, there was a lot of weight and wasn't getting anything done. And now Hines County is moving. We are getting things done. But Creedale now is a problem. Creedale's old school. That's that's what I'm talking about, yeah. that old that old mentality. They what you did when you did the audit. See, this is what I'm talking about. There's plenty of work to be done, like Jerry just talked about. These Negroes want to come in here and do that low hanging fruit. They want to create crisis in places where they can come in and okay well yeah uh we just let the water uh we just let the sewage run off into the creek now and the epa gonna make them clean it up and we're gonna get that all that old foolishness like that how can we grow a city when we already have a declining tax base and we got leadership down there pulling scams like that this is unacceptable to me if you help me vote creedale out (coughs) bobcat out and burn out it's going to be a new hines county we got to get uh, a new supervisor in District 5 as well as in District 4. And, Clinton, y'all going to get a lot more help. You know, I've been out there. I've fixed three, four, four bridges since I've been there. And I've only been there two and a half years. Um, have given money to parks. Uh, uh, Phil Fisher and I, we've been working really good together, getting things done out there in Clinton. Hold that thought. We're up against a break. We have your boy on the line, Marcus Wallace. We'll be right back. All right.
All right, folks, we're back, and it is it's Thursday. Glad to be back here in the studios. And I want to remind you,、uh, our good friends over at Frederick Sales and Service, if you're looking for a zero turn mower, Frederick Sales and Service has it. They have the X mark, the workhorse of the lawn care industry. That's right, two out of three lawn care professionals use the X mark, and you can also. They have great financing available. Check them out online, FrederickSalesandService.com, located 1006 Highway 471 in downtown Brandon. All right, folks, using the full weight of my local influence, we have on the line with us mayoral candidate Marcus Wallace. Hello. Yes, sir, you're on the air. The、Good、most、way. sought after. How are you, do- you doing today? I'm doing fine. Waiting on you to come in, man. Oh, okay. Supervisor Archie, you doing okay? Doing good. What about you, sir? I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Mr. Wade, I wanted to call in.、Uh, I'm actually running late for a meeting, but I heard a little bit of,、uh, the, um, of your、uh, program a little earlier. And I want to I I man to man make a pact with you, and I hope you'll give me your word. Because it's obvious that you have heard something bad about Marcus Wallace. And one thing that I've learned over the last few years is that I used to, I used to, used to basically look at people and sum them up by what people told me or what I heard. And I made a promise to myself. That I was never going to do that again. I was going to learn a person for myself. So I, I, I want to make a pact with you on this radio station and man to man that I want to come on your show. I'll come, we, we can do lunch or whatever so I can give you some facts because I guarantee you what you heard of Marcus Wallace is all lies. One of my biggest advantages of being. A candidate and a qualified candidate for this next election as mayor of this city is because I used to wonder why my grandmother told me to go back to Elvis, Mississippi to make a difference. But it was actually a, a prerequisite pre- preparing me for the city of Jackson. And I have a whole lot of facts and st- statistics that really speak for, speak for me as to why I'm qualified for this job. There's a lot of changes got to be made. And I don't fault anything that you said because some of the things that have happened in this city, it has caused people to be angry, frustrated, and stressed out, just like you, like, like you expressed. So I get that and I understand that. But I want you to know Marcus Wallace for yourself, and I'm willing to do whatever it takes to make that happen. Well, I'm glad you made that change as it relates to assessing people. Because I rode the elevator with you in the electric building. I think it was the, the building, Capitol Towers building.、Mm-hmm. And I said, Aren't you Marcus Wallace? And you know what you told me? No. Guess, guess what you had on your t shirt?、Mm-hmm. Your name. <laughs> But that's fine. Look, bro. Yeah, Mark, I know. That look, really sound like yes,、me. yes, it was. You had MAC. I said, that's, that's that guy. But that's fine. But here's the deal. Well, you know what? You know what? And, and I'm not going to sit here and debate you about that because、mm-hmm. I don't know what may have been going on during that time, or I may have been angry with you because you blasted me so much. No, actually, we know, didn't. Right, listen to me. It's, we didn't two know words. Yeah. It's, two words. It's two words that I have matured myself into always saying. If I did say that, I'm public. I'm a, I'm man enough to say it publicly on the radio. I'm sorry.、Isn't、so、it? now let's turn this thing around. Yeah, it's good because you know what? And、prior to that, I think I had ran into Thurman Boykin in the store. And、uh, I was telling Thurman, I said, you know, I, I heard good things because I know you did that house down there on West Street for that lady, and that was a nice gesture. I didn't have, I really didn't have one way or the other, which of course you hadn't done 
uh, a lot of work, you know, in the public realm at that point. But uh, let's just cut through all that. You're welcome to come in. Before you declare for mayor, you're welcome to come in as often as you need. And as I told David and as I've told the listeners, this is about making the city work. I'm not going to I'm not trying exactly. to be coy and say, oh, I got these solutions and answers, but I ain't going to say nothing until I become mayor. No, if you got something that'll work. If the man is in distress, man, you need to help that man out now, not down the road. So come on in. Well, well, I'll, I'll definitely do that, and and that's me. I want what's best for this city, and and whether it's me, you, whoever, right. I just I know I've worked with this city twenty some years. I know what I know what it should look like, and I know what it's looking like now, and why it's looking like it is now. So I'm with it. I think I think you'll do yourself good. You, as a matter of fact, iron will sharpen iron. The ideals are the ideals, as I told David. If I throw my hat in the ring, I don't need people to vote for me. I want them to vote for the ideals that I'm going to be presenting going forward here. I'm going to stay on the radio, and my opponents are more than welcome to come in every day and challenge everything I say, sit with me, sit by themselves. And bring it. But the bottom line is we're not going to keep doing things the way we've been doing them. There's, totally more, pe- agree. there's more people who can eat than are eating right now. I totally agree. All right, well, look, totally agree. I'm going to have my people get with your people. And uh, we're going to set up a time for you to come in here. You can come in by yourself and uh, uh, articulate, and then we come back, and we'll come in together, all right? Sounds good. All right, man. Appreciate you. Yes, sir. Y'all have a good one. All right. All right. Take care now. Bye-bye. Let's go to, who's that? Call you on there. Thomas. What you say there? What's yeah. up, Coon Dog? What's up? Get it, Thomas. Hey, Thomas. Coon Dog. What's up? No, sir. Don't, don't get to play <laughs> on me like that. Listen. What's up, man? This is for Mr. Archie, y'all, and, and, and Master B. I was talking about the white people that's causing all this destruction in Jackson. Yeah. Also, they also is, is, is in places that they don't need to be in, making us, this city look bad. In particular, this white lady that be up on Candleland Road in front of, uh, from, what is it, Razor Canes? Mm-hmm. But she on the Jackson side of Candleland by, she be sitting right by, um, What's the name? Chick Fil A. She's okay. sitting out there like, mm, I see Miss Miss America, the <laughs> bag, and all that stuff. You know, what I'm saying homeless bag, homeless gear. But she's just sitting out there, just like she's just relaxing, sitting on the bricks, which make Caroline Road look bad. I have never seen nothing like that in my life. Y'all let these white milf heads take over this city and destroy this. Did city you reach out to her? Did you reach out to her? She got the dad to sit out there like she a uh, homecoming queen every day with her legs crossed like everything all good. <laughs> did you did you reach out to her? Did I reach out to her? Yeah, I mean, I know you like white girls and all that. I'm just saying. I mean, she's nasty, though. She probably smells <laughs> like a German shepherd, so somebody need to get her clean her up and get away. Well, that's your job, dog. And she, she on the she on. That's the, your ministry, I Thomas. You like white girls. She ain't no fat white girl. Listen, listen, listen. She on Jackson side of county line. Oh, so you don't mess with them on the Jackson side. Oh, man, that's, bro, that's discriminatory. Go, go, stand on, go, go stand on there raising cane. <laughs> on the Ridley side. Go, go to Ridley Walmart, hang out up there. Man. Why are you hanging out there like it's a, it's a booty pageant? And you look like 89 crack. You need to go out there with that slipper and see if it fit her foot and then take her on home, bro. I'm going to take her home. Fuck him. I don't do stuff like that. Thomas, you're a single man. I tried to hook you up with Sylvia. You you know what Jeffrey Dahmer do? (laughs) Man, don't eat the girl, dog. 
Oh, hey, you did you know that Jeffrey Dahmer had a twin? Thomas, did you know that Jeffrey Dahmer had a twin brother, Jerry Dahmer? And that's actually who they jailed. Jeffrey's still out on the street, man. Yeah, and he's sitting on Caroline Road like the pretty patent. Y'all, please get away from my job. All right, we're working on it, sir. We're, we're working on it, okay? Right, thank you. Please get that white And look, go buy the woman a Chick-fil-A sandwich. Man, all good. Go, find, go buy a Chick-fil-A sandwich, bro. All right, let's go to Sean. What's up, Sean? Hey, what's going on, Kim? How you doing, sir? Doing good. Uh, I was just going to make it quick. I got to work some, to get back to, but uh, I heard a little bit of uh, what Marcus had to say. And I'll uh, tell you, um, I'm not going to tell you my last name, but anyways, uh, I'm from Edwards, and that's actually a really good guy. Uh, I didn't really know. I don't know too much about him personally, mm-hmm. but uh, I know he's uh, met my grandfather, and he's actually a really good guy. The problem was that I've heard is the the town of Edwards, the actual people, um, did him dirty. And uh, and I knew nothing about it. I mean, us, us guys on the outside, you know, in the outskirts in the country, we don't really we don't really deal too much with the town. Right. But um, I've heard he's a he's a pretty good guy and has a you know um, he's got a for sure got an open mind. And uh, uh, well, he said he's going to come in and lay it out, and I, I could very well be wrong. This is what I yeah. do know that a lot well, of the... I haven't been listening to you long, so right. I don't know, uh, you know, what you said or mm-hmm. whatever. But, um, well, uh, you know, I call mm-hmm. in. I've been calling in recently, mm-hmm. um, and you know, uh, that kind of hit whenever he called. And, you know, I was like, "Wow, that's who that is." But yeah, I wanted to call and kind of say, uh, "Yeah, y'all, that would, I think you would you would like him." All right. Well, he's going to um, come in. A lot of people shut him down. Especially whenever you got a, I mean, the town of Edwards, it's, it's just like any other old town. It's, it's, it's shit now. Uh, <laughs> and, and the people that are, that are running it, yeah. are, are, they ain't no better. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's a method to how, how you operate, and a lot of it's <laughs> cooperation, home training, common sense. That's you know, right. The, all the degrees help out, but they are not the most. I, I think J.L. McCullough up there in Madison, the former supervisor who's passed on, he was, he was effective, but he was, you know, he was just old country boy, but he had a lot of common sense. He did a lot That's of good right. during his time. But, uh, yeah, we're going to have Marcus in, and I hope you're listening in that day. To, well, he's going to come in oh, as yeah, often as you want. And, uh, and, and as far as the people in Edwards, um, everybody's, you know, down to earth. I've never come across one, one stranger. Uh-huh. Uh, and, you know, and, and – Well, I spent a year there one day. It, they'll take the shirt off their back and give it to you, and it's nothing. Whenever somebody well, they'll take somebody, the shirt off your back in like Jackson, Jackson, just at gunpoint. Yeah, yeah. that's what, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Edwards is uh, com- they're they're a lot different than Jackson as far as hospitality um, and treating one another um, with respect. The only time you know they'll make the news is you know if they have a uh, an off shooting or something because that's the only thing the news wants to broadcast, but. Other than that, the people of Edwards are great, um, right. and and Marcus, he's he's from what I've heard and been told, he's a he's a really good guy. All right, well we'll we'll uh, follow up on that. Thank you so much for Sean for calling. Oh, yeah. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. All right, we got about five minutes left. We got Bobcat on the line. What's up, Mister Cat? 
Hey, man, uh, David L. Archie. Yes, got sir. A question for you. When are you and your board and the Rankin County Board going to fix Rosemary Road Bridge? Rosemary Road Bridge. Where is that? that? That's Bobcats District, but go ahead. Where is oh, Rosemary Road outside? Well, Terry. Well, I live on Rosemary in Rankin County, and we used to be able to go to Terry by going over Rosemary Road Bridge. Okay. Well, let me just say this, Bob. Uh, now, what? This, the other Bobcat. Bob Cat? This is the other. Oh, this is the Bobcat I used to call the Wildcat. Right, Bobcat? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you and me used to fight on the radio all the time. No problem. Okay. All right. By so, the way, I don't believe that lie you told me that you beating Eddie on the basketball court. <laughs> I just received this award. He got inducted into Alcorn State University Hall of Fame, and he wasn't able to come home, so I, I received hey, this award. I showed up. Listen, uh, so I'll, I'm, I'm writing it down now. Uh, uh, and I'm, I'll get you a number from the switchboard here, and I'll give you a call, and we'll work on it. I appreciate it. Yes, sir. First of I me hearing of it, I don't. Out, so I'm, I'm out. I didn't know anything about this bridge here. Uh, of course, I wouldn't have known because it's not in I my mean, district. It, it but crosses Pearl, it crosses Pearl River. I got it. All right, man. Thanks. Okay. Um, and now you know. I will say that about you and Robert Graham. You guys work on problems of the county. You don't just restrict it to your to your uh, district and say, "Oh, that's the other guy." Even if it is the other guys, if the guy is not addressing it. I know that you and uh, and, and Robert have uh, gotten on it and gotten results, so I, I have to tip my hat to you on that. Well, I'm gonna just I'm gonna I'm gonna say this, Kim. I hope the people in Hines County <clears throat> understand that I represent the entire Hines County. I'm gonna do as much as I can for as many people as I can while I can. Mm-hmm. I'm committed to making things happen. Of course, I done told you this over and over and over again. I don't go alone to get along. At the end of the day, I want to see some results. I want to see something fixed. And I'll put my record in my two and a half years, a little more than two and a half years, against any supervisor, perhaps in this state. When I came in, I told you didn't I was broke in Hines County District 2. The district was broke. And we've came a long ways in a short period of time. I am committed to continuing to work for the people. When I get tired, I'll let you know. Right now, I'm full throttle, moving forward, committed to taking care of when it comes to crime, homelessness. Of course, uh, I'm on the uh, Central Mississippi District uh, Planning Board over there. Um, They wouldn't have put me on that board if I didn't stir up something over there and trying to get things done. Um, I'm I'm, I'm a member of the, um, the, uh, the black elected officials here in America, they wanted me to become vice president of that organization. I told them I didn't have time, too much work to do back home. But as as we move forward, Kim, you'll see a lot of things happening. Uh, I got some impressive news that I'm about to report in, in about a week for the presidential hills flooding. Uh, we've been trying to fix it for a long time, and it is getting ready to get fixed. Uh, I thank Roger Wicker. I thank Sidney Hyde-Smith as well as Congressman Thompson for paying attention to the folks over in Presidential Hills, which is in Hines County District 2. We're going to fix something, not just in my district, but this whole entire county as long as I'm there. All right, you got to say it when you leave out of here, David. You got to say it. I can't say it. Come on now, you ain't got that diplomatic. You got to say it. I can't say it. Well, I'm going to say both then. All right. 
right? You low down and dirty white folks. I knew I could get y'all on my side. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's take a break back in 22 hours. See you on the radio. (laughs) Peace.